0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, yeah. I was going to add snaps to my intro, but I thought that that was going to be too much. You know, I was trying to jazz it up. This is the last episode of Low Key Like Hella Good SF Review. We are at the end, guys. We have persevered. We have made it. Um, Insecure is over. The season finale aired on Sunday at 1020, which was strange, but you know, whatever. Um, but Insecure is done. The season finale aired. Um, so many questions, so many questions and not enough answers, guys. I am going to try to get as much and touch on as much as I can, but also um, try to bring this review full circle. Like try to, in my mind, try to kind of go through the overarching themes of the entire season and how we saw those themes play out in each episode. So before we get into it, thank you guys. Uh, If you are new here, welcome to 20 ish. 20 ish is a podcast I created. My name is Zita. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. But 20 ish is a podcast that I created uh, for my millennial friends. It is a space for us to be able to talk and discuss about all things concerning millennials. Um, You know, we talk about life, love, politics, everything in between. Um, And you are currently in a series called Low-Key Like Hella Good Ass F Review, where we are reviewing the hit TV show created by the amazing, talented, beautiful, all positive adjectives um, needs to be added to her, Issa Rae. And and Issa Rae is not alone. Uh, She has an amazing team. That she works with. So I want to give a shout out to Natasha Rothwell, uh, Yvonne Orgy, Jay Ellis, Princess Penny, um, and all of the other writers, directors, Carrie Washington, um, all of all all of the other beautiful and amazing talented people who created the show. Um, and special shout out to all of the black um Actors, actresses, directors, writers, producers—that Issa Rae has consciously um, made sure that those voices were heard and those voices were were um, were were seen in *Insecure*. So, shout out to Issa, job well done, job well done. Season five was amazing. Um and it was definitely needed, I I would say it was definitely needed more than ever, especially considering the climate we are in and the things that we are facing and the issues that are that are in front of us. Um, insecure was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reprieve from those things, but also in 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 Issa's own way, she captivated, And discussed a lot of social issues that Black people face, whether it was gentrification, uh, mental health, Black women in pregnancies, um, just a whole host of things that Insecure was able to touch on uh, while we are going through not only a pandemic, but a revolution. So shout out to you, girl. Shout out to you, Isa. You did that. Uh, just like uh your character did that block party, you did this show. And uh let's so let's get into it. Let's get into it. There's so much to unpack. Let me tell you something. If you haven't watched Insecure by now, Bruh. I need you to stop what you're doing and go watch it because this is a review full of spoilers. So if you have not watched it, I don't even know why you're listening to me. It's a review of a show. So Log out now stop real co- stop what you're doing go try to get you a HBO now password go try to you know bum it off someone that you know and go watch the episode uh so so let's get into the last episode episode 10 Loki lost uh and insecure so I'm not gonna get into. I know y'all want me to go straight for Issa and Lawrence, but I'm gonna talk about this first, and then I'll get into the shits. Okay, so <laughs> Loki Loss is uh, the title is basically, I, I would say, foreshadowing um, an issue that we see or a scenario that we see in the episode, and that is when Tiffany has gone missing, uh, and Issa Molly. Uh, Kelly and Derek, her husband are are basically tasked with finding her. So we see in the episode this is coming off the heels of ISA and Molly's conversation outside of Andrew's apartment where Molly basically is telling ISA that she does not think that um ISA the new ISA, the new version of ISA has a role in her life. And so what we see now is basically uh, Molly and Andrew doing their own thing. And then we have Issa and Lawrence who have now reconciled and and reunited doing their own thing. And they are all brought together. Well, at least Issa and Molly are brought together with Kelly when they realize that Tiffany has gone missing for 24 hours. So that is kind of how we get into uh, episode 10. So... You know, during that episode, what happens is that they all band together and they all use their brains and their resources and their knowledge to try to find um Tiffany. And I think the most important scene, or at least one of the most important scenes in that in that hunt for Tiffany is the butt when they were all on the bus. So Issa, Molly, Derek, and Kelly. All are trying to put on their um, law and order SUV and in police investigation hats, and trying to track down Tiffany because Tiffany's not answering her phone. Derek has not seen her. I don't know where the baby is. Maybe the baby is being taken care of by family. I do. I do recall in the uh, beginning when Derek was telling them about when Tiffany left, she there was um, her mother, I believe, and and I think her sister were there at the house. So. Derek decides that he wants to try to find her because the police are not being helpful. And shout out to Derek for, you know, in a time where, come on now, come on somebody, in a time where Black men can sometimes get the rap for doing the bare minimum or not enough, we see Derek, a Black man, maybe he's biracial, but anyway, a Black man, not only going out and trying to find his queen, but he has also been, you know, basically taking care of the baby on his own. Because as we know, or as we suspect, Tiffany suffers from postpartum depression. and She has not connected with the baby. Um, and so, so basically Derek has kind of stepped up in that role. So shout out to, you know, we, we didn't give Derek his flowers this season. I still don't think that baby is his, but whatever, we're moving on. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Derek. Um, but Derek decides to take it upon himself to look for his wife as he should. So he get he he corrals the gang and they go on this basically scavenger hunt looking for Tiffany. And um, in one of the scenes, they end up having to take the bus because that's that's what Tiffany used to get to the hotel. And we see Issa kind of share this moment, Issa and Derek. Uh, and Molly rather, share this moment of vulnerability on the bus. And Issa, in an attempt to console Derek, um, the writers do a great job because as Issa is speaking to Derek, Issa is also talking to herself. And I think that that, that was such a beautiful moment because I I, I I too find myself giving advice to my friends, but also like talking to myself. Because sometimes the situations that our friends are going through, we may be going through as well. So as we 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 do such a good job of giving advice to other people and seeing the blind spots in other people and calling them out and or offering words of wisdom or offering solutions and advice, but it is so much harder for us to see those issues within us. So Issa basically starts talking to Derek about we are all human we're not perfect because Derek talks Derek is is confiding in them saying that he knew Tiffany wasn't happy, he knew Tiffany was struggling, he thought that he could by, you know, doing more work or doing or carrying the load would help Tiffany. Um and you know, he's just kind of going through like I should have done something differently. We wouldn't be here if I had done something differently. And Issa's just kind of telling him like, you know, we're not perfect, we're human and we're here and you did the best that you could and, you know, don't beat yourself up. And as she's talking about the importance of relationships and friendships and, you know, not being so hard on yourself, she's also talking about her relationship with Molly. And we kind of see that, that exchange as well because Molly is listening, you know, uh, Molly is looking and listening at Isa as she is speaking, and I think that that kind of revelation starts to that revelation starts to manifest. And Molly, you know, is coming off of the heels of her and Andrew. I I, I guess they've broken up. I'm not sure. It's unclear, but I think Andrew has broken up with Molly, and. Now Molly is kind of left with, well, now what if? And we're gonna get into Molly and Issa and my thoughts on that. But eventually they find they find Tiffany. Derek finds her, and you know it's so beautiful for Derek to say like, "I'm always gonna find you." Who? Come on, because that's you know we want to feel protected. I think black women want to feel protected. Women in general, but black women especially sometimes want to feel like people have our back and how people are reciprocal of the love and the care that we give out, we wanna also be on that receiving. end. And and for so many times, we don't receive that love. We don't receive that care. We don't receive that honesty and transparency that we give to other people. It's not reciprocated, specifically from black men. And this is just not in a relationship capacity, but this is also in, in your friendships. And life imitates art. And it's so, in this episode, man, man, this episode hit home for me because um, I'm going through a lot in terms of friendships. uh, And without getting too deep into it, because this is an insecure review, there are a lot of things that are happening in my life where my friendships are twisting and turning and changing. And um, just as Molly and Issa are going through that same thing, you know, I too am going through that. So it's just like, it's like life is imitating art for me. I mean, art is imitating life for me and insecure. Um, but you know, we want to feel black women want to feel loved and appreciated and protected and seen and heard. And a lot of times in the relationships that we have specifically with the opposite sex, we don't get that. We don't feel that way. so it was beautiful to see Insecure have Derek be the one to kind of lead the charge in finding his wife, you know, lead, be, the, be the primary caretaker of their child while Tiffany was struggling. And so, Derek, you did not get enough flowers this, this season. And so I I am giving you my flowers. Um, I'm giving you your flowers, rather. But they're not going to be funeral flowers, which is what Issa was trying to pick up, <laughs> At the market when she was with Lawrence, (laughs) see how I transition. Your girl, listen. Your girl, holla at your girl. Anyway, so let's so let's talk about um, Issa and Lawrence. That is something that I did not see coming. Um, We Issa and Lawrence have reunited. They are working on their relationship. Um, Issa is a new person. She's doing things differently. She is on a journey. To happy, she's a journey on finding happiness. And Lawrence, I think, is also um, different. The new Lawrence, you know, is I think a lot more emotion has a lot more emotional intelligence, a lot more accountability. I'm not uh, so so. You know, they are working on getting back to where they are. And Lawrence has decided to take the job in San Francisco, and that's kind of where we see the first scene. Of the episode. And uh he kind of asked Issa, what does this mean for our relationship? And Issa is very honest and says, you know, I want this to work. If you do, you know, I don't think distance is gonna be an issue for them, or at least distance was not gonna be an issue for them because they have been dating for a long time. I mean, they've known each other for years, they just started reconnecting, but I personally didn't think that the San Francisco, him moving to San Francisco, originally I thought that that was going to be a barrier. But now that I think about it, him and Issa have been together for years. So they know each other, they're familiar with each other, they're comfortable with each other. It seemed like both of them were really invested into getting to know each other and um, reconnecting. So I, now looking back on it, I stand corrected. I don't think that that's going to be an issue for them. But we all know that things can never go as planned because at the end of the episode, we find out that Lawrence is going to be a father. <laughs> Condola is pregnant. No! Y'all. When they did that, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" If ah, uh, if I, if I, if y'all only knew how much art has imitated life in my life up until this point. Like when I found out, when I found that out, I was just like, "Dang!" And I know I have a friend who was very upset about the way Insecure ended, um, and. Finding out that Lawrence and Condola are having a baby, to me, that just kind of throws me for a loop, and I don't want to blame Condola, right? I know people are giving her grief on Instagram and Twitter because, you know, this is the one episode that I I ended up actually going on Twitter. I tried not to. I tried not to read the insecure tweets, but I I just saw from like Instagram and people posting memes that, you know, I know people are giving Condola grief, and it makes. No, their grief is a little warranted. Like Condola, you didn't even want a f- like it didn't make sense that she wanted the baby. You know, she wanted to, she wanted to have the baby because she was just talking about how she didn't want anything serious. So I was a little confused about that too. And I think Lawrence was as well. Um, you just said that you didn't want anything serious. You just got out of a marriage, but now you want to keep this child. Um, and it too befuddled me, Lawrence. I I too, <laughs> I too am um, flabbergasted. So, me, Lawrence, me and you are here. We're here. We we too, we too are confused about Condola's decision. Um, and it's just like, and how long did she know she was pregnant? Like, I just there were just so many questions, like. And then the crazy part about it is like Condola is like, you can be as involved or uninvolved as you want. You, let me tell you something, even though Condola and Lawrence uh, had a good time, but not a long time, you know, the kind of man that Lawrence is, you know, if you tell him you about to have a baby, Lawrence is just not about to like leave you high and dry you know, the new Lawrence is a good dude. And even the old Lawrence, while he had issues and problems, he tried to be a good dude. And he tried to do right by the people, by his people, by people. So, you know, Condola, Condola saying that, I was just like, girl, you already know Lawrence is not, is not that kind of dude. So this kind of throws everyone who's watching for a loop because we're like, Issa and Lawrence just recommitted themselves to, to each other. And Lawrence had to tell Lisa, and it's like, Issa's just like, what the, f- like, WTF, bruh? Like, can you, can I not catch a break, right? Can black women, and I think my friend was so annoyed because she's just like, why can't we have a fairy tale happy ending? Like, why does everything that happens to us, it has to come through struggle and fighting and you got to deal with all kinds of drama. And I think women in general, but particularly Black women, it's so difficult for us just to have a romantic and beautiful ending to our life. Like all of our life has to be riddled with strife. I think my friend, and I understand that. I understand that critique of the writers, right? Like why does Issa and why can't Issa and Lawrence just ride off in the sunset? Like, is that too much to ask, right? But I, I reminded her like Issa already told us back in season two that her and Lawrence were not gonna have that fairy tale ending. I think if y'all remember back in like season two, there was like this montage of like Issa and Lawrence growing old together and like being married and doing all of that stuff. And Issa said it; she was just like, basically, they sh- they wanted to show the, the the viewers that because that is something that will never happen for Issa. And so we kind of knew that Lawrence and Issa were not going to make it, and 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 there's no telling that that, that this is going to be what ends them, right? Because I I was thinking about happiness, and I was thinking about what happiness feels like or what happiness means. And for a lot of us, we think happiness is like things coming relative, not relatively easy, but but things just being copacetic, right? Everything is free flowing, everything is without strife things are things are happening without um issues and problems and is that but, but then i started thinking about like is that really what happiness means right is happiness something that is supposed to come easy to us right or are we supposed to create our happiness in the things and that the things that we've been dealt right the hand that we have been dealt um, and and can isa find her happiness in that Right, I, I think about uh, Beyonce's Lemonade, and she was inspired by uh, Jay Z's grandmother, and 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 I think during one of her birthday speeches, uh, Jay Z's grandmother said that she took lemons and made lemonade, and and so you know basically she. Throughout all of the issues and the problems and the things that she had to go through, she ended up finding her own level of peace and happiness and joy. And so my question to Issa is, can she still not find happiness in that, right? She's been dealt these deck of cards, right? She's been dealt, you know, probably someone who she loves and cares about. And Lawrence is now having a child with his ex-girlfriend, and is it possible for her to find happiness in that? Is it possible for her possible for her to be happy? You know, are they going to break up? I don't know. What do you guys think? Are they going to stay together? Uh, somebody said on Twitter that the blunt that Issa was smoking outside when she found out Issa, uh, Lawrence, and Condola were having a baby was not large enough. And I was like, same, 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 same. I agree. Um, but, you know, that's... That was the end, and I I completely understand the gripe and the critique of the insecure writers. Like, why can't we just have this? You know, like Issa has tried. She has tried, she has grown, we have seen an evolution. She did she did that with the blog party. She is trying. And for a lot of us who see ourselves in Issa for a lot of us including myself we say to ourselves like can you not just throw us a bone right can can the universe can life not just give us a like give this to us right give us this love give us this 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 companionship that we so long for um and and and, and for some reason it always seems to 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 avail us and we can never we can never quite have it all right so Issa and Lawrence the the memes are funny y'all the memes are funny Lawrence is about to be a father uh Issa I don't know what Issa's gonna do I don't know what I would do I I say like she should you know leave him and whoop do woo and all that but like you know I in 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 a moment of transparency I have consciously made the decision to want to be with someone who had a child. Um and that child was very young and I wanted I still wanted the relationship and I and I explained that to him. And I told him that I wanted the relationship regardless of the 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 child and I was willing to work on it. Um you know, and it didn't work out. We we it ended up not even getting to that point, but I was willing to bite the bullet because you know, I loved them. I loved him. I wanted it to work. I wanted us to be together. Um, and is Issa now like I don't know. Like, I don't know what Issa's gonna do. I don't know what she should do because part of me is just like, she should just leave, she doesn't deserve that, whoop woo. But also at the same time, if if this is if this is a reflection of real life, some women stay and they find their happiness in that. And so who are we to judge if Issa decides to stay or go? Um I don't know if I could judge her if she decided to do that. So that's where we are with Issa and Lawrence. <laughs> and and it will be very interesting to see season five where they pick up because they could do it two way to one of two ways. They could pick it up like right before the baby is born, like Condola being pregnant, or they could pick up like the baby is here because, I you know, we're all unclear how many months have passed from one season to another. Okay. Um, let's talk about Nathan and Issa real quick. Nathan and Issa are, have decided that they are going to be friends. Uh, Nathan Issa basically was left with the choice of choosing Nathan betw- between Lawrence and Nathan. She chose Lawrence. Will that change now that Lawrence has a baby on the way? Unclear. I don't think so because I feel like anytime you're left with two choices and like you pick the other person it's kind of hard to kind of go back and be like, "Oh, just kidding." Like, I want to be with you. Nah, bro. That and if Issa did that, I I wouldn't. That's not cool, Issa. Like she chose Lawrence. It either's going to work out with Lawrence or it's not. And that's that on that. Um so, you know, I I I'm I'm very interested to see how that friendship with Nathan plays out because, you know, is it is it possible for you to have been intimate with someone and then you all go into the platonic friendship space? Because I ask this, <laughs> because art is imitating life for me. So, <laughs> so is it possible for you to go from being cool or at least being romantic with someone And then you guys go to a platonic space. I think it is. I think it's possible. And I I think Issa and Nathan will try. I don't know how that's going to work out now that, um, you know, Lawrence has a baby because I'm sure Issa is going to want to confide in someone. And maybe that person is Nathan. So I don't know if that's going to be something that presents itself as an issue in season five. But there we go. There we are. Here we are. But anyway, Nathan and Nisa, they decided that they want to be friends in each other's life. And that's cool. Um, so let's let's talk about Andrew and Molly and Molly and Nisa. All right. So Andrew broke up with Molly. I think <laughs> Andrew has broken up with Molly, or at least Andrew has has told Molly that this is not working. Um he basically calls Molly selfish, which is true. Um, and Molly, like I've been saying, Molly is trying to make the relationship with Andrew work. And and part of me thinks that the only reason she's trying to make the relationship work is to try to prove Issa wrong, right? Because last season, last episode, I said that Issa is continuously doing things to try to prove to herself that she is not who Molly says she is. And I think Molly is doing, was doing the same thing with Andrew. I think Molly was trying to make it work with Andrew to prove to herself that she's not who Lisa says she is, meaning she's not toxic and she doesn't ruin all the good things in her life. So uh, I believe Molly and Andrew have broken up. I'm not sure. It's unclear. But Andrew kind of pulls the plug or at least acts like he's pulling the plug um, after he kind of tells Molly that Molly is selfish and she has to, she's very controlling and she has to have everything her way and she doesn't put in effort and she doesn't try. She just wants things to be done the, the, the way she wants them to be done. And, you know, I kind of see myself a little bit in that. Like I, I will be honest and hold myself accountable in that sense. Um, I think sometimes, you know, I feel like a lot of times when we feel like we, we, we just want what's best for people in our lives. Uh, we can come off as like a know-it-all and I know that that's something that I can come off as, I can come across as is like knowing everything or wanting to control everything or at least being selfish in that respect, but it's because I care and it's because I care sometimes way too much. Um, and, and I don't know if that's, I, I wouldn't say that it's because that's the case with Molly, but I would say, I will say that, um, you know, Molly has really tried to make this relationship work with Andrew, and she didn't do the same thing for Issa. <laughs> she hasn't put in this, the same level of effort and and energy in Issa's relationship. And and at the end, at the very very end of the episode, we see Molly at least trying to extend an olive branch. And I know people weren't really feeling that because, and I and I wasn't really feeling it either. Like I'm like, um. Uh, I kind of felt like she was trying to come back to Ma Issa because her and Andrew didn't work out, which is very similar to what she did at the mixer when Issa was trying to raise money and she ended up staying. And that's that's basically what started the fight with Issa. She ended up staying because her and Andrew had got into it. If y'all remember like episode one or episode two, uh, it's the same thing. Like if, if Andrew had not broken up with her, would she have asked Issa to come to the Ethiopian restaurant? And kudos to the writers for making everything come back full circle. Like, I love that about Insecure. The writers, uh, in, in, in in the scene where Molly asks Issa to meet her, it is the same Ethiopian restaurant that Issa saw Molly at right after the fight in the block party. So I love that full circle moment. The one thing that I wish we could have seen was the conversation because I would have loved to see Molly actually apologize to Issa for her behavior and for what, how she's been acting, but we didn't see that. And I know some people weren't really feeling that from Molly. Like, don't try to come back to Issa now just because you and your man just, you know, called it quits. And it does kind of feel like that. I'm sorry. It does kind of feel that that's what Molly is doing but at the same time maybe that's what she needed and also maybe the whole issue with Tiffany and the thing that happened with Tiffany maybe those are the things that she needed to kind of step back and see that she you know clearly has a problem um and she needs to work on it and and we're not going to get it all right all the time and we're not going to say the right things and we're not going to do the right things so i commend Molly for Trying to, you know, do right and trying to mend the fences with Issa. Do I think it's a little too late? No, because I think both of them need each other at this point. But I definitely think Molly, it shouldn't take her breaking up with Andrew to have to do that. I, I would have loved to see Molly do that in spite of. Um. So Molly and Issa are reconciling. Molly and Issa are trying to get back together, uh, and that's kind of where we have left it. So, you know, that's that's it. I think I've covered everyone, guys. Um yeah, I that's it. My overall thoughts of the season of the episode. I would have loved to see them continue that trend of putting old 90s and 2000 actors in all of the episodes in some kind of way, some 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 way shape or form. Um I would have loved if if they would have continued that. Maybe they did and I missed it. But um, that would have been a nice touch or at least try to bring it back full circle and have a lot of 90s actors in the last episode. Um, what I'm looking forward to in season five, obviously, how is Issa and Lawrence going to move past this? Are they going to move past this? Uh, I I definitely want to see more about Tiffany and. Derek's, you know, relationship, how Tiffany copes with motherhood, how she's coping with suffering from postpartum. I would like to see them go into that more. And I would like to, I would like to see Kelly more. Kelly's so talented, y'all. She wrote, directed, wrote. She wrote the episode, the reunited episode between Lawrence and Issa at the Art Walk. I would love to see a lot more of Kelly in these seasons. Um, she is and, and she she is she is truly, truly, truly truly talented. and I would definitely love to see her uh, more. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting and and it's gonna be interesting because they they might. What I find that Easton's Insecure does do is that they take what's happening, current events that are happening now and try to put them in the episode. So so they might put 2020, like what's going on with the pandemic, what's going on with the protests about police brutality and all of that. They might put that in, in, in the next season, which would be interesting to see. All right. Comedic Relief goes to... Um, It definitely goes to when Kelly was on the bus with the dude, and they were talking about um, he was giving her a hard time. That was funny. Uh, Fashion moments. I don't know if I had any fashion moments. I can't remember anybody's outfit, so I probably don't. Um, It probably something Molly wore. The fashion award goes to Molly. Molly won this entire season. She was fire. Her outfits were fire. Um, I definitely feel like she was the best dressed the entire season. And the hidden gem, I think it's I think the hidden gem for me, while it was not a quote, I think it's what is happiness to you? You No, what is happiness to us? Is it life going as smoothly and as easy as possible? Or is it us finding the nuggets of peace and joy in our life when life has dealt us a very, very difficult hand. I think that's that's, that's my biggest takeaway. What I love about Insecure and what I think the overarching theme of this entire season is that there is beauty, but there is also strife in relationships and friendships. And your friendships and relationships have such a huge impact on your life. And not all of them are going to be as smooth sailing as possible. And you're going to lose friends, you will gain friends, and some friendships will change. But there is beauty in all of it. And I think the second overarching theme is that you have to be, you have to find your own happiness and you have to find what you feel like you have been called to do, what your purpose is, just like Issa was on this journey of figuring out what made her happy and figuring out what brought her joy this entire season. I think we all have to go on that journey. We all have to go through that. I think Insecure does a beautiful job of taking us from the first day or the first episode where Issa is just starting into the at the end where. She's kind of in the middle. She's still figuring it out. She hasn't arrived, but she's figuring it out. Those were my biggest takeaways from the season, y'all. Thank you guys so much. You guys have literally, we we are done. It has been 10 weeks. Yikes. 10 weeks, guys. Um, We are done with this season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of the love and the support and the listens and the reposts and the comments and the text messages and the direct messages, you all, thank y'all so much for rocking with me. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are beautiful. Um, And this has been a very difficult year. It's been a difficult month for me. It's been a difficult past two weeks for me, I would say. But you all make, make me feel good. And you guys make me feel better. And you guys make me feel that when I get up here and I speak into this mic, someone is listening. So thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, I we 20-ish is going on a little bit of, an, of a hiatus. <laughs> uh, we're going to go on a little bit of a hiatus, but we will be back. We will return soon. But in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at 20ish, the number 2-W-E-N-T-Y underscore I-S-H-P-O-D. Follow us on Instagram to be on the lookout for what is to come. We got some things in the works. I got some things in the works that I think you guys will be excited about. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is it. We are done with low-key like hell. A good f review. Love and light to you all. Take care.